now, the super genius, Mark Madden. I'm one of a kind on the radio. Thank you for being the best damn radio host in Pittsburgh. It's a family affair. The X at 105.9. Tim Benson for Mark Madden on 105.9 The X. Tomorrow, make sure you're listening to WDVE in advance of Steelers and Eagles. I'll be on the pregame shows to get you ready for preseason game number one. Joining me right now to talk about that, the Steelers at large, the NFL in general, it's Jeremy Fowler from ESPN.com. He covers the Steelers for ESPN. Jeremy, we'll get into the Steelers specifically in just a moment, but uh, when we're finished speaking, I'm going to play some of the clips from Hard Knocks featuring the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm aware that you didn't see the episode in its entirety, but have you heard about how much of a dink Hugh Jackson looks like in this whole thing? <laughs> I like that word, dink. I hadn't heard that in forever. Uh, I, I did read all about it. I saw some of the comments uh, from Todd Haley, which, I mean, as we know, intense fiery competitor so that doesn't surprise me that would be his approach in that coaching room jeremy the browns are so dysfunctional todd haley comes off looking like the protagonist in hard knocks i, I can't believe it <laughs> well that's the thing when you're own 16 anything that has to do with competition and getting on the practice field is a positive step right like you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt when you're resting stars after zero wins mike Tomlin, you know the, the top coaches bill belichick they can get away with that you can't get away with that in Cleveland right now. Well, Jeremy, I'm glad some people are watching Hard Knocks because certainly no one watched the first Hall of Fame game, the first preseason game. Just 6.78 million viewers, down 17.8%. It's the single smallest broadcast nationally since the Bucks and Steelers in 1998 uh, for the Hall of Fame game. Is this trickle down from the anthem, just more carryover from cord cutting? What do you think the biggest problem is right now and why people are even less interested in the preseason than what they normally are? Well, the matchup probably didn't help. I mean, uh, you know, Ravens-Bears is not the sexiest matchup, and especially when Mitch Trubisky was not playing. Uh, you would have thought Lamar Jackson would have drawn maybe a little more of a crowd, but right. maybe Robert, Robert Griffin III, but the names just didn't resonate at this point. And, you know, it's early. It's early August. But you mentioned the court cutting. That's always going to be a factor. Um, every day, I'm surprised by more and more, you know, middle-aged adults are sort of just dealing with, with the same thing that everyone else says is just, you know, do I stick with what I got or, or do I go streaming? You know, so I think that that's something people wrestle with. Do you think people care about the league as much as they used to, or do they just care about their hometown team? It, well, it, it depends on how much you play fantasy, right? I think that's a huge part of it. It probably depends on how much you gamble as to how much you, you care about the league as a whole. You know, th those two are huge. So, you know, I think that a lot of people involved are hoping that the new gambling revised rules are, are, are going to, to bolster some things, uh, especially on Sundays and Sunday nights. But, you know, it's so early, so I, I'm not going to read too much into it yet. It wasn't a great matchup. Um, but the trend the last two years is not positive. So if that continues, then you have a major problem. Jeremy Fowler with us from ESPN.com, of course, covers the Steelers for ESPN. Jeremy, when they play the Eagles tomorrow, one thing I want to see is how the defense is starting to look, but they're not going to be tested very much, are they? Uh, last check, it doesn't seem like Wentz or Foles will play for the Eagles. Is that what you're hearing, too? Yeah, it looks that way. I mean, they're going to play it safe. You know, it could be Sudfeld in there. Um, you know, you'll probably see a lot of running the ball. Yeah, which the Steelers need. I mean, as the way Jacksonville game ended, I mean, they need their run defense stout. T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, guys like that aren't going to play, so it's a good opportunity for, you know, a guy like K. 
Keon Adams comes to mind. Seventh round pick last year that was out all last year that was a shoulder injury. Um, but they like his skills. You know, you're going to see a lot of linebackers that, that need to make an impression early. Do you think that Morgan Burnett and some of the other guys who have not been able to participate in Latrobe are going to be able to play? I was a little bit uh, dicey listening to Mike Tomlin as to how much of a read we're really going to be able to see from some of the Steelers defenders, given that so many of them have missed time due to injury and practices. Yeah, I think Morgan and Sean Davis, those are two that come to mind that that missed a good week, but they've been in there for the last three or four days. So they probably, uh, in my estimation, have a good chance to play. Um, If they don't, then that's just Tomlin being extra cautious with the first week, knowing that he's got weeks two and three of the preseason to play everyone, including Roethlisberger at some point. And so um, he does this time of year typically – you know, he, he tries tries to be more cautious than than, uh, than not. So, you know, Mar- Marquise Pouncey, guys like that, you could see them possibly sitting out as well because that's been really the trend the last couple of years. Boy, I really don't see the need for these four preseason games. I, in fact, I never did. But given how most coaches are treating them now, it's literally two games and then the first and fourth are simply to figure out who you're going to cut fast and who you're going to cut last. Um, how close are we, do you think, Jeremy, to seeing the end of a four-game preseason? Is that ditched after the next CBA? Well, I think the conversation might go back to where it was seven years ago, right, where you say, hey, we'll dump some preseason games, but give us 18 regular season games. I don't want that either. Well, I, I don't think many people do, and, and that would be overkill, I think, in the eyes of many, but that was sort, that was the starting point in 2010. Didn't uh, didn't go that way, but then you had the four preseason games intact, and so um, – I mean, look, the teams and the coaches still love it because you got guys 54 through 90 that they're trying to sift through. And you got guys like Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs. Who are you going to keep? You, you know, you got several positions that you need to figure out. Um, and, and really, you know, for better or worse, you know, we can talk about the preseason and how, you know, how boring it is at times. But, you know, I think what makes the NFL great in some spots is how some teams are made up of like 40% undrafted players. You have these great stories out there of guys uh, that can actually play and you just don't know it yet. Jeremy, are you like me in the sense that you feel that the Steelers are trying extra hard to quell the hype around James Washington? And if you are, tell me why, because I don't know why. He doesn't strike me as the kind of kid that gets too much too fast. What do you think? Well, it it depends on where that quelling is coming from. I'm trying to think. I mean, I know Tom might have been asked about him once or twice, but I haven't heard uh, a lot of questions about what well, Roethlisberger, for instance, yeah. I know on DVE, was really dismissive of Washington insofar as he was asked about throwing him. He was like, well, I've only thrown, I haven't thrown a single pass to him. And he talked about all the other guys in the depth chart that he has to climb past to get playing time. Right, right. And, and Ben can talk to me about Darius Hayward Bay and Eli Rogers, who isn't even physically healthy enough yet, all he wants. Right. But come on, James right. Washington is no worse than the third best receiver on this team, and he hasn't even played it down yet as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, he came on hot last week, I thought, and, and he and Roethlisberger connected on two corner end zone plays, one in the two-minute drill. So um, he's making an impression. But I will say Roethlisberger, I remember last year with Juju, it was early, you know, it was April or May, but he was being asked about him. And he said, look, I haven't even seen the guy yet. And so, you know, that might be um, just one of those situations where a guy has to earn trust over time because once the season started, he was praising Juju for his playmaking and his toughness. And so – you know, I think that will come. I mean, that, that might be an effort to quell expectations a little bit. And, but, you know, he's still, you know, he's come a long way, but he's still an unrefined receiver in some ways. You know, he's coming from Big 12 offense. You know, you watch him run routes, and, you know, you can tell the gifts are, are, are there. 
um, especially as a long strider. You know, he gets downfield quicker than you think. But, um, you know, his routes need some work, and, and I think the Steelers know that, and, and that will come. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN and ESPN.com. Steelers on DVE tomorrow will be on the pregame show at 3. They're going up against the Eagles preseason game number 1. Rudolph, where is he so far, Jeremy? And what do you think of Terrell Edmonds, who we're going to hear from later on in the program? Yeah, so Rudolph, to me, ball security was was a major issue early on. I don't think that was unexpected. Um, but when you have a guy coming out of the draft who, who was fighting the knock of having small hands, it doesn't help when you're losing the ball behind your head or losing the ball under center. Uh, I asked around. The Steelers weren't overly concerned about that and really wasn't a talking point in meetings and really was just about his overall improvement, and they have seen that. I mean, last week, uh, five of six in the uh, in a two-minute drill with a touchdown to Jalen Samuels looked poised. But Mike Tomlin pointed out yesterday he has not been hit yet, so let's see what he can do when guys are trying to get after him in a game. And so, you know, so far so good for the most part. A few hiccups overall. I mean, Edmonds really – that pick is looking stronger by the week. I mean, it's early on. You know, you don't overhype him, but but you see the gifts. I mean, he's just a big, rangy, fast kid, um, and, you know, he, he gets in passing lanes. You've seen it several times over the last two weeks. Jeremy, give me one player that we're going to be talking about positively come Friday morning, maybe a surprise. Give me one player that Steelers fans will be worried about. One player that's when you say worried about, like somebody that somebody's going to disappoint, somebody who Steelers fans are excited about, and maybe will have a bad game to start. That's behind the curve. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, let's see. So we got. Um, I mean, look, I wouldn't be overly surprised if Rudolph doesn't play great because it's you know first game in live action in a pocket that's going to be collapsing on him, and you'll probably be playing with second or third stringers at that point. So there'll be some extra pressure. So I think a lot of times a rookie quarterback first game out can struggle maybe the, maybe more than he will uh, in, in the coming games. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. I'm Are you on the Quadri Henderson bandwagon by any chance? I mean, you know, he's he's got one skill, right, and it's, it's to return. And, uh, you know, I, I, he's, he's been great at it in college, obviously, and he's looked pretty good doing it. Um, haven't seen him muffing a lot of punts or, or kicks, so we'll, we'll see what he can do in live action. You know, I think a lot of people are wondering how the kickoff rules are going to impact him and just that aspect of the game in general. Have you gotten a feel there yet watching what's going on in training camp? Well, you've seen them adjust slightly when, when they run their drills and, and, and how they organize the alignment. Uh, but it, it's going to, you know, that's another thing. We, we don't see, you only see them go to the ball and then they stop and tr- sort of simulate a tackle. Uh, but you don't see the actual play develop. And so that's what we need to see Thursday night. And, and I know Danny Smith, the special teams coach, has been tinkering with it for a while now, and, and he's eager to just see what happens in the game because I don't think anybody knows until it's officiated in real time. Damon Patterson is going to be one of these guys, I think, that everybody's going to be saying after the fourth preseason game, you can't cut him! You can't cut him! He's going to go to the Browns and tear <laughs> us up! How about him? So, you know, he, he's yeah. He, he first the first week or so he looked strong. Um, he's just, he's very slight. And, and he's, what I, what I mean by that is not only is he not tall, he's just, he's a skinny guy. So, um, I, I don't know about the physicality. That's what I need to see over the next couple of weeks is what he can do in those kind of game situations. But, uh, I, I don't know by the fourth week if everybody's going to be clamoring for him more so than, say, Tevin Jones, number 14, uh, as, as look, you know, maybe looks a little more of the part of an NFL player right now, uh, as far as the, the physical standpoint. And maybe, he, you know, I think both guys are practice squad candidates. I don't necessarily think they're going to crack the lineup over, over say, a Marcus Tucker. When's the basketball game scheduled for before we go here? 
You tell me, man. We were we got like four days of camp left, so we got to organize something this weekend. It's because Saturday night we'll get we'll get Starkey, we'll get uh, you know Dale, anybody involved. Oh, I'm gonna foul Starkey hard. There's no doubt about that. There's gonna be some <laughs> trib on Post Gazette crime there. No doubt about it. I like it. We'll give you the ball. Thanks, Jeremy. Talk to you soon. Enjoy the game. All right. Anytime, guys. Thanks. All right. That's Jeremy Fowler from ESPN.com, who just lied right there because there's no possible way to enjoy the first preseason game of any NFL campaign. It just doesn't happen. What I did enjoy was hard knocks. And if you haven't heard or seen the clips, heard the audio of the dysfunction that exists and is personified 20 years of disaster crystallized for you as to how it happens and how it's continuing next when we come back on 105.9 The X.